expensive with good. There Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. Talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right. Do you guys feel that? Do you guys feel that? I feel it. You do? It's I the do. Christmas it's season. It's December. It is December. We're so excited about that, right? Uh, and today, we're going to go to New York. We've only gone to New York one other it's, time. It's cold up there. It is cold up there. We've gone to New York one other time, and that was when we did Genesee. Twice we, we did two Genesee. Genesee right? was this, yeah, we did lager and cream ale, mm. and those were rated pretty highly. Uh, the lager was a little bit lower. It's 2.63 overall rating. But a three point five for the cream ale was our overall. Uh, and just if you're so good. for those keeping track, uh, Narragansett still our highest rated at a four point five average, the lowest rated. Hold Anybody on, remember? That's above Hopping Nomad. Yes, we we, we enjoyed no, Narragansett that. still wins. I think it was probably because of the size and the price on that one. It was a sixteen ounce mm, can. Uh, the lowest. Does anybody remember what the lowest rated overall average was for one of our swills? Oh, I got to go with Boson. Boson. No, close. Something uh, by Midlands. Simpler times. No, it was the pumpkin by hard cider. Oh, oh God, that oh, was so bad. It was so bad. It was awful. I think I, Brian actually liked it. <laughs> I think you gave it the lowest. <laughs> what, what's no, no, interesting I, well, is we've given. Everything else that the state of brewing brews such and great, such a great brew. And that interview was fantastic. Yeah, can by we the talk way. about that, Brian? Uh, which, which uh, well, well, okay, we didn't talk to state of brewing. We no, talked no, to no. somebody else. I, I, I'm getting my uh, stuff crossed. No, but you did do an interview yeah. a couple weeks back with Octopi. Um, I thought it was really cool. It was cool. It was really interesting. And and, and you know what? I could tell that he wasn't feeding you a line of BS. No. Because he was talking about that they really put, they focus on quality. And that's so important. You don't get that a lot with, with these cheaper beers. And they, all the beers that they brew, they contract brew, they really just knock it out of the park. And, and this is where I would like some listener feedback, right? We've mm-hmm. done two of those interviews so far. Yeah. We don't have any for the next three episodes. But what do listeners want to learn from the show, right? One, we had Shorts Brewing, which was a craft brewery, making a really cheap beer. Meaning they they specifically said, we are coming in with this beer priced below your domestics, your Miller Lights, yeah. your Buzz Lights, your Bud Lights, your Coors Lights, right? And, and they really got Matt's into... On his phone over here. They really got into the nuts and bolts of it. And Octopi really got into the nuts and bolts of what it means yeah. to be a co-packer slash contract brewer. So it was cool, man. I really uh, that was a great, great interview. So what do listeners want to learn about? I'll, I'll set those interviews up. Like mm-hmm. breweries are really digging what we're doing on the podcast, and they're willing to come on here. That's great. I just need to know where listeners want us to go. With so that. you know what they can do? They can go to our website goodswillhunting.com or goodswillpodcast.com mm. and you can reach out to us there because everything is linked up on the website. It's brand spanking new just in time for Christmas. You said spanking. And if you're looking for Christmas <laughs> if, if you're looking for Christmas ideas like gift ideas I'm sure we could probably put a little thing up there for you because I, 
you know, if you have a swill drink in your house, you probably are looking for things to get, right? I mean, that's the time of year. We only got another 24 days Did until you Santa pastors comes. put my face on an ornament? We, <laughs> we should. That's a great idea. We should. We should do like little uh, little beer can ornaments, right? Oh, right. And you know what? One of my favorite things that Misty bought me. Uh, Misty's his wife. A few Christmases ago mm-hmm. is a little Christmas ornament. And it's got a fishing pole, and at the end of it is a six-pack of beer, and it Ooh, says Catch cool. of the Day. And I, I love that. That is awesome. And I've, actually, it hangs above my desk at home. Does it? Every day. And yeah, Catch of the you Day. You know what? In the next couple episodes, we'll talk about our favorite Christmas presents. We're going to do all Christmas I'll, stuff here. I'll, I'll take a picture of it. Okay. All right. Brian wants but, to say something. But I, got, I got a question, right? Because okay. we didn't have an icebreaker for this, so I just thought of something. So I work in the beer industry, right? My company you do. Has, I've heard. My company is based out of Portland, Oregon, and myself and two other colleagues are doing a Christmas beer bottle share. So I am assembling a six-pack of local Christmas beers, and I'm sending it to both of them. And they're one's in Houston, one's in Portland. They're sending it to me. So you don't send us any beer. What is your favorite Christmas beer, guys? That's a tough one. Uh, it's not now, tough have you guys for ever had Cold Mountain by... Um, uh, what was it called? The, you're pointing at me, Brian. Like you know what I'm talking about. Bell, is it Bell's? No, no, it wasn't Bell's. But Bell's has a great no Highland 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 Brewing. That's right, Cold Mountain. It's, and and they only do it, you know, this time of year. Um, Amazing. That's it. Yeah, it's a great one. But yeah, Bell's hard has to find. Beer. It is very hard to find. Yeah, you can get it like Harris Teeter and stuff. But um, uh, Bell's does have a winter white ale. Great. They do. They do a great job. And Bell's is actually selling. Did you hear about this? Larry Bell is no. selling his brewery. Yeah, I just read. Uh, actually, I just watched a video from Larry Bell. He's uh, now Bell's Brewing is Kalamazoo now Comstock, but whatever. Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's where I grew up. And Larry Bell is uh, is uh, selling his brewery now. Um, he wants to kind of get out of the brewing business. Wow. He never thought it would explode the way it did, but good for him. Wow. Blaine, what 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 is your Christmas man? Uh, I usually go for. You know the, the the seasonal boxes, something in one of those when you buy, you know, it comes with, like Sam Adams Winter mm. Lager, something like that. Good Christmas beer, Winter Lagers, w- Winter Wormers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you had one. I I, I do actually. Is it bush ice? Um, it, it, it is not <laughs> in the Christmas can. I am a tremendous fan of Sierra Nevada's Celebration Ale. Oh, that's so good. Dude, I was drinking so that over at Ashley's. Yeah, that's okay. good stuff. Yeah, no. 6.8%. I wasn't yeah, This will mess you up. Yeah, man. In college, I used to live, leave my window open a crack in the wintertime. You know, we'd get down to 20 degrees at yeah. night, and I would leave my beer in the window. And <clears throat> then I would wake up in the morning, and I would have my beer right there above my head. That's smart. And... <laughs> Just it, it would be ice cold. Oh man, that's good stuff. Well, so by the way, Bell's is being sold in New Belgium. So interesting, <laughs> very oh. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually agree with Matt. Like, if I'm looking at a macro brewery, it's Sierra Nevada Celebration. If it's locally here in Charlotte, dude, Triple C's Christmas beer is amazing. I don't know if I've had that. I don't think I'll check it out. No. But let's talk about the beer we're talking about today. This is Utica Club. Now, I want to do a little background on this because so um, our our social media guru or guru, as people have been calling her, uh, actually purchased this back in September and it sat in a garage fridge, which is Blaine's fridge since then. But so I had a Halloween party a couple months back and one of our listeners came. His name is Paul. 
Oberly, and he brought it to me. He was so excited. He's like, look at this Utica Club. He's from he's from up in New York, and he's the one who brought us Genesee. So he brought this. Right. He's like, I want you guys to try this. And it, it was cheap stuff, and I'm super excited to try it. So thanks to Paul Oberly for thinking of us, and thanks for... And, and it sat in the it sat in the uh, inside fridge of the house, oh, so, which is colder. My six-pack that he brought me sat in my beer fridge where it got drank. <laughs> By not me, I've still not tried it. So... And, and I love Paul. I've gotten to know him over the last few months. Cool guy. Really cool dude. What I really feel bad about is he brought this from New York. And you could get at the total wine here in Charlotte. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so sorry we have to break no. it to you now. Like when you brought it on, on Halloween, you were like, dude, I brought you this beer. I'm like, uh, you get a total wine here well, in Charlotte. He got fresh from the source. So, but he's so cool, dude. It was a present. One of the coolest guys I've met in a long yes. time. Yeah. He, but it was a present. And this is the time of year for presents. Yeah. So yeah. we have something different today. Oh. Yeah. We have a present. We do? Yes. Okay. This is specifically for it's Brian. Not, it's not the kind that you... Oh, boy. Open. You don't open it. Yeah. But, but... So instead of our good school advertising for Utica Club, when there was a lot of different conversations about what we could do with Utica yeah. Club, um, but we decided to gift a present to Brian. Let's take a listen. Oh, oh boy. I can't wait. I've enjoyed the beers and the camaraderie, but <laughs> this <somehow. laughs> I quit. I'm done. <laughs> Nickelback for life. Hey, hey, that was a true present. To that was to a present. That. I like that. That's the I most like creative that. Christmas present you have ever received. Yeah. It really is. Yes. I liked it. I liked oh, it. Oh wow! I didn't. And like that it. is actually one of the worst Nickelback songs ever. Oh wow! <laughs> so we got we got the worst of the worst. You really got to dig into their deep tracks to respect them. <laughs> so bad. Mike, how you remind me? <laughs> All right, so we're we're done talking about Nickelback from here on out. Okay. No, no, we are not. We, we can, love we you, can Brian. play it again at the end, so people can get their fill of Nickelback today. But let's get our fill of this. That was good, guys. Club. You made me laugh. All right. Crack them open. I'm going to describe what these are, and uh, and we'll go into it here. So Utica Club. This is by West End Brewing. It's an American lager, 5% ABV, uh, described as light, clean, smooth, sweet, and warm, a 3.16 overall rating on Untapped. 
Uh, and they claim, this is their claim, first beer sold in the U.S. after Prohibition. Yeah. Don't know if that's Says true. Says it on the can. And Just steal my thunder. And Sorry. Uh, and then someone said... Worst beer I have consumed yet. Oh. That was the claim. Six ninety nine for a six pack of pounders, putting it at seven cents an ounce. Blaine, tell us about it. Utica Cub Club. Utica Club Double X Pure. Whatever that means. Maybe Brian, Ooh. you can help me. Pilsner. <laughs> served Pilsner. in that strip club near you. Yeah. <laughs> Pilsner Lager Beer. Brewed from best quality malt, grains, and choices hops. Absolutely pure. It's got mm. the, the a seal on here, the West End Brewing uh, uh, uh. Company. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of seal, man. Uh, Utica, New York, first beer sold in the United States after Prohibition. Mm. Well, um, <clears throat> yeah, they're proud that it's, it's a gold. sixteen ounce can. It's, it's a gold, it's red a gold can. Yeah. All right, you guys want to do uh, some first sip impressions on this one? Let's do it. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. Check yes, out so, the Patreon. Right? Check out the website and the Patreon. Buy us a beer. We'd love to. Is it seriously something better than this, please, people? Yes. <laughs> no, wait, help me out. Hey, hold, on, hold on now. Hold on now. Uh, let's start with you then. I guess, right? Come on. Uh, what do you think? First sip impressions. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> It's like overly sweet. Um, it's not mm-hmm. the taste in your mouth from that song, the, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> we the, picked this beer just for the song. Do you remember uh, the last beer I tasted this sweet was something Matt really liked that I thought was garbage. It was like Iron City or no, Ice House. Iron City. I love we did Ice Iron House. City. No, Ice House. Was, was it Ice House like premium we did? No, Iron City. Iron City. It was. Yeah, this is terrible. Super sweet. Yeah, I, I, I can I get the resemblance. What about you? Yeah, man? it tastes a lot like Budweiser to me. Does it? Don't offend Budweiser. A little bit. A little bit. I'm going to take another sip right now. Keep going. You want some nat sound? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get those natural sounds. Oh god, that's how he drinks, folks. All right, Blaine, what do you think? Oh, the mic picked that up through his beard. <laughs> uh, man, it's it's kind of funky. Funky aftertaste. It's um, been in your fridge for a long time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's not that kind of funky. It's just, it's got, I don't know if those, that's maltiness I'm tasting or something. but Definitely maltiness. Yeah. It's something hanging around that I'm not particularly enjoying. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. This this tastes like a headache to me. And on the side of the can, it says, still brewed the same since 1933. We'll change the recipe the day you stop drinking it. <laughs> they may need to change the recipe up, but we'll see. Yeah, I missed that. All right, let's see what uh, what we know about this brewery. So this brewery is West End Brewing. Uh, West End Brew. We had Brian uh, investigate what he could find on uh, West End. What'd you got? So I was super stoked to try this beer until I tried it, and then I'm no longer stoked. Um, I knew a girl like that once. Yeah. It, <laughs> Look at this photograph. No, no. Um. So, this Utica Club is brewed by Matt Brewery in Utica, New York. Um, they're a fourth generation brewery. And there's actually some Matt. Little, Matt. Yeah, I'll get there. there. There's actually some little surprising nuggets in their history. It was formed in 1878. Actually, no. In 1878, Francis Xavier Matt immigrated to the U.S. and worked for the Charles Beerbauer Brewery. 
1888, he formed the West End Brewery, which he ran the can. Um, it was at that time, and this is really interesting, in 1888, it was the smallest brewery in Utica. There were 12 other breweries. They were brewing 4,000 barrels annually. <laughs> yeah. That was my cell phone. I apologize. They're brewing 4,000 barrels annually. So if you look at in your normal craft brewery in your town, they're not brewing that much beer, right? Your local corner brewery isn't brewing that much. So this is in 1888. They're brewing a vast amount of beer as being the smallest in Utica of 12. Very interesting. Yeah, Matt. So you're telling me in 1888 there were 13 breweries in Utica, New York. Yeah. That's there, amazing. There were, yeah. a lot of Irish. Alive. there were a lot of Irish in New York at that time. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. True. True story. And so um, Prohibition hit, and uh, it was called the, the brewery survived Prohibition by brewing non-alcoholic beverages under the Utica Club brand. That's where the Utica Club came mm-hmm. from. And so then, yes, um, it, when Prohibition ended, they were the first brewery in the United States to get a license to brew beer. And oh. it came out as the Utica Club. So that is a legitimate claim on their can. Hmm. Um, in 1951, this was actually really cool, I thought. In 1951, ownership was passed down to the second generation. So think about it. 1888, it formed. 1951, it passed down to the next generation. Oh, 70 wow. years. And Francis Xavier, they called him FX. He was still on the board. He was on the board till he died in 1958. Wow. Dude, that's freaking old. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But if you're running a brewery, like that's like not even work. It's like fun at that point. You're like, you know what? Let me stick around till I'm dead, bro. Yeah. How many hangovers do you think you have with this stuff? <laughs> a lot. In that lifespan. Yeah. Um, in 1965, they were one of the first breweries to open to brewery tours. Thought that was cool. Here's something interesting. In 1985. I bet y'all didn't know this. I didn't. <laughs> Saranac 1888 was launched. They were they really? are Saranac Brewery. Everybody knows Saranac is one of the first yep. craft breweries. And why they opened it is the beer war, wars were going on in the 1980s, and there was a price war. And they saw dwindling profit margins, and were like, we need to do something to counter Utica Club going down in price. So they came up with the Saranac brand to be a craft beer brand mm. to command premium prices. Now, it flopped. It, it, it plummeted. It was a terrible idea at the time. But in the 1990s, it skyrocketed when, I think that was Beer 1.0, Craft Beer 1.0 came out. So Saranac really, huh. it, it skyrocketed. And then they continued to change generations, 1989. The third generation took over, 2013. The fourth generation took over. Um, they also brew a lot more. So they, they um, don't just do beer. Uh, they do a lot of contract brewing for Brooklyn beer, for example. Everybody knows Brooklyn yep, Brewery. Yep. yep, they do. And, and, and I, I do not. Yeah. No, you don't know Brooklyn Lager? No. We'll get him one. We'll get him one. Yeah, he listens to Nickelback. <laughs> what? what? Nobody in this room listens to Nickelback. Uh, but they also do a lot of non-alcoholic products, and I haven't tried them, but I heard they're amazing. They do a root beer, they do a Shirley Temple. Um, we might do those in January, by the way. Mm, Wait, what? Dry not. January? Mm, I won't agree to that. Come uh, on. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Count me out. My, come liver, on. my liver says no. All right. Well, uh, I, it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious why they would keep this one around. It's not... 
Mm. And you know what? I think it's that nostalgia from a lot of these beers. Is it kind of like an anchor beer? You know, like they have like anchor stores at the mall where it's like JC Penney's. You just gotta keep it around and. It's like your Natty Bow. It's like your Rainier. It's like your Lone Star. People just get used to it, but yeah, I'd, they need to tweak the recipe. What do you guys do? You do last call on this one. Let's, let's, let's figure it. this out. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. Come on down to the Utica Club, folks. Yeah. We're having Utica <laughs> at the Utica Club. Come on down. Let's Three dollars. No, six ninety-nine. Come on. Blaine. Well, yeah, we're gonna upcharge it here at the Utica Club. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what we think. <laughs> Matt, where are you gonna put this one? Oh, rate it. I'm. I'm so sorry. Utica Club. You know, <laughs> like most things, I took a look at that can and I was like, word. Yeah. I'm all in. Looks pretty. And 16 then, ounces and all. And then you get into that can and you're like, oh man, this was a mistake. How do I get out? <laughs> you know, I'm halfway through this thing. Isn't it bad too when it's a pounder and you just know you, yeah. got, you got a whole and, thing? And I love pounders, you know. And are you still. Oh, are we you, know that. Matt. Matt, are you still upholding your no no beer left behind policy? Yeah, absolutely. You, you have absolutely. A, you have he's a man. Of, he's a man of principle. He is. I mean, he's got integrity. <laughs> I've been to jail, man. I know how to take it. <laughs> now, I I wanted to like this a lot because I thought the can was so cool. You know, it's gold, it's red, it's mm-hmm. it's everything you want in it looks branding. Like a, yeah, the branding is beautiful. It is, but I hats off uh, to that. Yeah, the the taste, the finish is just wrong. It's yeah. wrong. What do you think? I feel like I kissed my sister. <laughs> <laughs> is she at least pretty? She is pretty. Mm. I did kiss my cousin once. Oh, God. You're that supposed to say she's, per- she's pretty. <laughs> pretty. All right, enough of this. Okay, so what do you, yeah. what do you got rating wise? Man, I'm going to go 225. 225. All right. Brian, what do you think? Oh, this is a struggle because I know the story of the FX Matt Brewery. Yeah. And it's a cool story, bro. I, and I knew before this, <laughs> and I really wanted to dig it, but. Oof. Yeah. There's not much to dig here. No. Uh, this is for somebody who doesn't listen to the deep Nickelback tracks. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is for somebody who listens to Photograph and is like, that's cool. This like, is no. the perfect episode for Nickelback. This, yeah. is, really is. this is the Nickelback of beers. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Listen. Uh, we, played the, we played the song before we opened the beer, so the song probably tainted the beer. <laughs> it, if I'm if I'm in New York and I'm sitting there in the beer aisle and there's Genesee and there's oh, Utica Club, oh, no, I'm going no with Genesee, hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm gonna question why they're even putting this on shelves. It's a one. It's a Ooh. one. All right, Blaine, what you got? Terrible. Uh, I'm gonna follow along with the uh, with the beer outsider on this one and give it a two two five. It's just. It, it's like it's easy drinking, mm. but it, it it's easy drinking, and then you get that little hint of 
a yucky flavor right after it. Yeah. I, I, average terms, yeah, just gross. It's kind of gross after aftertaste. Yeah. This yeah. is the last Utica Club I'm drinking. Like the Kokanee actually had not as bad of an aftertaste you're as right. this. You're right. You're right. And this, Agreed. This is in, in a big red band around the top of the can. It, it, it's in red and it says 16 ounces. I, I wish it were not in 16-ounce cans. This should have been a 12-ounce can. Lower the price. Uh, so I'm going to move the decimal point over and give it a 1.6. Whoa. Yeah, this no, is not that's, a, not that's a good deep. beer. Yeah, it's deep. I, I remember the beer this reminds me of, and it was yeah. one that Matt rated highly because uh, he's Matt. Grain Belt? Steel Reserve 211. Oh, no. no. Steel, uh, do not disrespect Steel Reserve, Steel Reserve 211. It was way better than this. It was. All right, we're going to move <laughs> along in the month of December here. We've got a first coming oh, up next week. Really? Yeah, a first. We're going to do a stout. What? We have oh, never so done. excited. We've, real beer. We've never done a, a swill stout. So we're going to do that next week. We haven't had anything jam-packed with flavor since our uh, Halloween episode. No, that was jam-packed, too, with owls as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, you know what? We should probably end on um, a little bit of a Halloween on a present. On, on a bad note. On a bad note. Here we go. All right. See you next week.